you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barricade. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 welcome back. I'm so excited to have you guys here with me today. I am your host, Kadeem Barakat. And today I'm going to talk about people coming into your life for a season, a reason, and for a lifetime. And I'm going to share two of my, um, two situations that I, I faced in the past that made me realize and reminded me that, hey, people come into your life for a season, a reason, and a lifetime. And one situation that I really, um, really want to share with you guys today is as I, when I was growing up, I had a really, really close friend of mine from a teenager. And it's someone that I had a bond with that I've never, ever been able to replicate that friendship. It was a childhood friend. And um, I mean, it's so crazy because we even had birthdays days apart. She was a Virgo just like me. And I'm not going to lie, like every time I meet a Virgo, like I get super excited because they get me. Like we get each other. It's something about Virgo. Like, listen, listen, (laughs) I'm not into signs, but Virgo woman we just have something about us that is dynamic. And, you know, so anyway, so she was a Virgo just like me and um, we was inseparable. Like she was someone that I shared everything with. We spoke the same. We sound the same. Um, you know, she wanted, like she, she was just like a really, really, like she was a best friend. She has best interest in me. Like if, if I had an issue with someone, like she had the issue with them too. She wanted to address it and confront it. And that was the type of friend she, she always had my back. Like always she was part of the family. So she was, she was family. She was my best friend. She was a family. You know, she was part of my family. Everyone knew her. If you saw her, you saw me. If you saw her, if you saw me, you saw her. That's just how it was, right? So, um, you know, we we had this friendship and, you know, later on in life, she ended up getting pregnant. And I think it was under, she was about, hmm, maybe 20, 21 years old. She ended up getting pregnant and make a long story short, um, she ended up having some back pains and her her primary her primary her primary doctor was at Methodist Hospital. So if you're from Brooklyn and New York, you know the hospital that I'm talking about. Her doctor was at Methodist Hospital, but this particular day she had back pains and she went to downstate. Downstate is on is in Flatbush. And she went to downstate, which I call that hospital. Like when you go to that doctor, you don't leave. I had family members that unfortunately went there for one thing and never came back out. So she went to that hospital 
and I was visiting her. I made sure that I checked up on her. And maybe like a few days later, her boyfriend at the time called me. He was like, hey, they're about to do an emergency C-section. So I was like, what? So I rushed down to the hospital. As I rushed to the hospital, I get, you know, they allowed me inside the, the, um, the emergency room. And all I hear is I see her laying there. I was walking towards her bed. And all I hear is beep. Like I hear that sound. I'm like, that's not a good sound. You know, I'm like, I was younger. I'm like, wait, that doesn't sound good to me. Next thing you know, I see like all these doctors and nurses run into her bedside and they're like trying to like, I don't know. Like, you know, I was younger. So I was just like, what is going on? Not younger, but I was a teen, right? So I was like, what is going on? Why is she laying there like that? Why these doctors and nurses are rushing to her bedside? She just like lying there like lifeless, right? Naked and everything. So as I'm walking toward the bed, they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm, I'm here to visit my friend. I'm like, you need to um, go to the waiting area. So I walked out and I'm like, what is going on in here? So I went outside, waited, you know, was in a waiting area. Then I ended up calling like the family members, telling them what just happened. And next thing you know, my friend ended up being in a coma and her coma lasted a few months. The baby survived. My friend is still alive. However, my friend is like a vegetable, I would say, because she doesn't walk. Um, oh, my God. I'm getting emotional even talking about this. So she doesn't walk. She can't really speak. Um, you know, her life completely changed. She can't feed herself. Like nothing. Like she has a live-in nurse. And that was my best friend, right? So I made a promise that I will continue to visit her and she was in a home for a couple of years. Then she went from one home to another home and she didn't get better. You know, she did not get better. She's still in a, she's in a home now, her own apartment with a living nurse and she she just can't do anything, right? So um, the child, the baby is, I think um, baby is like, she's like nine years old now. I said baby, but her daughter's like nine years old. And she lives with the dad and his family take care of her. So that being said, um, that was like my best friend. I was like a part of me. And she, I have never been able to replicate that friendship as I became an adult, right? Um, I've always been a person that I've never had a lot of friends around. There was a point in my life where, like I know a lot of people but I, my circle is very, 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 very small up until now as, you know, I'm at the age I am now. And there was a point in my life where I used to date a guy that was very popular in the music industry. And um, because of him, I at that point in my life, oh my God, everybody wanted to be my friend. <laughs> I used to go to the best parties, all the celebrity events, all the private events, just because of me dating this particular guy and it was almost like he gave me like the status you know like oh she dates such and such so everybody wants to be around me right so but those weren't friends right they were there for a reason those friends were there for a reason so as I got older I started to realize the difference right then I had people in my life that when things were not that great for me when I had sad stories things weren't going well in my life or whatever, or relationship, there was always these friends that were always around during that time, always around. They would stand up for me for hours and just listen to me. 
And you know those type of friendships or conversation that you have where you only you're the only one talking and they just listening but they don't give back. It's just like a one way conversation. That was that was my type of friendship that I had, right? I'll be the one always talking, 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 sharing, 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 and it was not uh, reciprocated, right? So I realized it was something wrong with that. I realized that in my early twenties, like why most of my friendship is like that. Like the only time when when things are when things are bad and stuff like that, people are always around. But when things were good, nobody had interest in listening to me and being around me. Here, you know, just me sharing the goodness that was going on in my life and just all these great things. Nobody wanted to hear. Nobody cared. But the moment there was bad things, so again, it goes back to season, right? And you have to go through things in life to to learn, you know. So going back to my friend, um, I you know I've never really had a lot of girlfriends, right? So, you know, I ended up building a friendship later on in life, uh, maybe like a couple of years later. Um, still visiting my friend that was sick, but years later uh, started to build a friendship with another young lady. She was a couple of years older than me, and it was a friend of mine from church. And again, another Virgo. And <laughs> like I tell you, when I meet a Virgo, I'm like, what? We just get each other. Like we understand each other. We have this type of personality. And it's just something about us, right? So I love this girl. Like she was amazing. An amazing friend. I felt like God literally placed this woman in my life. It was she was such a blessing. And and she was that friend where she would pray for me, right? I'll pray for her. And we just shared our our visions, our passion, our ideas, what we want to accomplish in life. And it was never no jealousy. It was never no envy. It was never, it was so genuine. And, I, and it was beautiful, right? So, you know, I always had my own business. So we didn't, you know, I didn't have kids at that time. I wasn't married. I was single. Same thing with her. She was um, single she had her business. She was also a speech pathologist. So she had her, her practice um, as a speech pathologist also um, catering to, to kids. And um, she had her own place. She had her own car. Like, she was fly, right? So it was like, I felt like we we were comparable for each other. Like, our friendship was everything. Like, she didn't jealous me because I had a car and she didn't have a car, vice versa. Because I had, I always, for years, had friends that didn't have cars, Right. And so it was just beautiful to have a friend that had everything, you know? <laughs> so we went out, she was responsible for herself, you know, getting to the location, getting home and vice versa. Nobody had to worry about driving with one thing, you know, you know what I'm talking about, ladies, like old gentlemen, whoever's listening, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like those friends that, oh my God, let me not even keep talking about that because I don't want to offend anyone. But yeah, so I have friends that basically that, you know, if you go out with them, you have to pick them up, drop them home. I didn't have to worry about that with none of that with her. So it was beautiful. And on top of that, she was a believer. She was a Christian. We both have the same um, beliefs and everything like that, right? So I used to share things with her, like telling her, like, you know, um, you know, I'm not really comfortable praying out loud. I'm not really a great prayer, things like that. And then she would pray for me, like, no, Kadeen, like, we're going to pray every single day. First thing in the morning and at night. And best to believe, my friend, that friend, called me first thing in the morning. And I'll speak to her 
last thing before I go to sleep. She'll be the last person I talk to before I go to sleep. And she will call in the morning, like, all right, let's pray. She will start the prayer. Then she'll have me pray after. And it was because she was helping me build my my praying life, my prayer life. So it was beautiful because I never had a friend that actually took the time and actually cared and wanted to like pour into me like that. So that was that. And then, like I said, we were both single and um, we used to always pray for each other, like, you know, talk about the things that we want. We want to get married, we want to have kids and everything like that. So that was something that we always used to talk about. And we weren't that type of friend that would bash men because I, I had a time in my life where I had a group of friends. All we did was like, men ain't nothing, they ain't ish. They ain't no good men out here. Da, 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 da. Like that was me and my other friends. But this friend was very positive. We, we didn't talk like that. We knew like God was preparing somebody for us, right? So moving forward now, she always knew that I was dating other people. And there was one particular guy at this time in my life. Um, He was like, you know, that baller dude had money, had businesses, very successful. Wasn't that attractive? Like I wasn't attracted to him, but he was that dude. Like, you know, so... I was like, you know what? I'm tired of men. I'm going to like, you know, talk to him, see what I can get out of him. Because that was never my style. But I was at the point in my life where I was just so kind of like tired of dating, tired of meeting. Man, it wasn't going anywhere. And I'm like, you know what? I'm about to just use these guys, whatever they have. I'm going to get like, you know, I was at that point in my life. Very short period. wasn't very long. But um, this particular guy was like, hey, um, KK, like. You know, they call me KK back in the days. They still do. But anyway, he's like, KK, like, let me know where you haven't been, um, where you haven't traveled to and where you want to go. He's on, he said, let me know where you want to travel to that you never been. So I started telling him all these places that I want to travel to that I've never been. He was like, all right. So he ended up booking my flight to go on vacation to this place I've never been. It was a five-star hotel. Like, I was super excited about this trip, right? So it was all paid for. And it was like, I think he had booked this. It might have been May, around May-ish. Yeah, around May because it was around Memorial Weekend. And then my birthday was September. So he had booked it around like the last week of August into my birthday. So what is May, April, wait. Oh my God, April hit me. So So May, June, July, August. So around roughly three months I had you know, time to think about if I'm going with this guy, but I'm like, I'm going, right? So he booked it three months in advance, right? Boom. So I told my friend and she was like, you got, you know, be careful, you know, because you don't really like him like that and all this stuff. So I called him up and I was like, listen, I'm going to go away with you, but you're going to need to get a separate room for, you know, for us, or could we not going to share the same room or you're going to have two separate beds. He was like, no, KK, we are not doing that. We are staying in the same room. Like, you know, I'm just like, no, I'm telling you, ain't nothing going down. Like, we are not having sex. Like, don't even, don't think you're going to take me away because you think you're going to get some. You ain't getting no nookie now, right? So he was just like, no, KK, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm a man. And I, was, and I kept telling him, like, listen, I don't want you to be disappointed. Like, if you're going away with me, if you're taking me away with you because your intention and motives to get some... We, we shouldn't even be going anywhere. I'm a, that You're going to waste your time, right? So he was just like, KK, I'm still going to try it. That's it. So all I'm thinking is like, Dad, I don't want to go away with this dude and got to keep fighting him off of me. Like, I don't want to have sex. I don't want you kissing me. I don't want this. I don't want that. So I was like, damn, that's going to be real uncomfortable. How I'm going to be just free, you know? Free me. Like, how I'm going to just like be enjoying myself on vacation. And, and back in his mind, he like, I'm going to try to get something from her. So 
like I said, I had three months to really think about this. So during this three months period, I ended up meeting a gentleman at church and it was nothing to it. It was no relationship. We weren't dating. It was nothing. But you could tell like something would have developed, right? Something was going to develop out of this friendship, cordial friendship, right? So I'm telling my friend now, the same friend I told you was a speech pathologist, whatever. I'm telling her about, you know, the guy from church. And out of nowhere, she goes, Kadeen, I don't know where this relationship is going to lead you or what's going to come out of this. But this trip that you had planned with this guy, I really think that you should cancel it because you don't want anything to mess up what could potentially be, right? So I was like, dang. And she was, I'm telling you, like, you don't know this could be the one or, you know, and then now, now like you stuck with this trip and now you're actually in a relationship with this guy and it's like you got another trip you're going away with another guy so she was like nah I think that you should really consider you know reconsider this and cancel that trip so I was just like what so I went ahead and called the guy and I was like listen um (laughs) I know that you planned my trip for my birthday, but right now I don't think it's, I don't think I should be going. I'm so sorry. Um, If you need me to pay you back for it, I'll go ahead and do it. But I don't want, like, I can't go away with you. Right. And I told him, I said, number one, like, I know your motive is to have sex with me. I'm not about to go there and have sex with you. It's going to be a waste of time. I'm not going to enjoy myself. You're not going to enjoy yourself. And like, nah, I, I think it's best that we just don't go. So he was like, what? I just pay for everything, KK. Like, you're going to have to pay me back. I said, no worries. No worries. So, of course, I ended up paying him back for the flight. And I think he had got his money back for the hotel. But I paid him back for the flight. And um, that was that. And make a long story short now, the guy from the church ended up being my husband now and I end up using that credit that we that <laughs> I had. I ended up just me and him end up going away. It was so hilarious. But all I have to say is that that oh so now oh gosh I done skipped the whole part. So yeah so he ended up being my husband now right. But before we end up getting married, I ended up telling my friend I was like so now me and this guy like we were in a relationship like a relationship relationship. And it was getting, it was very serious. And we started talking about marriage. So I ended up telling my friend, because like I said, we were so close. And I was like, hey, you know, we're thinking about, we're talking about marriage. And um, I just want to let you know that there's no one else that I will want to be my maid of honor is, but you, like you need to, like you're the only person that I would give that, you know, that position to, right? Position, oh gosh, whatever. I said, you have to be my Madonna. And that's when things went downhill. I don't know what happened. I don't know up to now. I don't know why and what and how. But once I told this friend that I I was, me and this guy was talking about marriage and I want her to be my maid of honor once he proposed to me, she just went MIA on me. 
MIA. Like, remember I told you guys she was the first person I talked to in the morning and we would talk all throughout the day. Like, hey, how's your... Oh, excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> oh, excuse me. All throughout the day, how's your day going? How's work going? Like, that was like, we talked all day, every day in the nighttime. But now, after I told her that, didn't hear from her. If I text her, it took her hours to get back from me. Like, it was super weird. I didn't understand why. So, I would write her like, hey, I haven't heard from you all day. Everything okay? Oh, I've been so busy. But come on now. We always been busy. She's always been busy. I've always been busy. But we always had time for each other for our friendship. Right? So, um, moving forward now, um, things started really shifting and I even started sharing it with my, with my fiance, you know, we ended up getting, you know, my boyfriend, fiance, I started sharing with him, like, I don't know what's going on with her. Like she's acting really strange. Even he noticed a difference in her. And, um, every time I confronted her, she wouldn't, she would kind of like brush me off. And I'm telling you, I swear to everything, I've never done nothing to this woman. I've never had any, like nothing. We had no malicious ways towards us, nothing. So I don't understand. The only difference is that I was dating now. I was talking about marriage and she was still single. That's the only difference. But everything else was a common denominator except that, you know? And then when he actually proposed to me, she wasn't there. So I know you guys are listening to the story like either this girl's a lesbian and she wanted me or she was jealous, right? She definitely wasn't a lesbian. She definitely wasn't into me. But me looking at it from now at this point, I, I back then I was like, oh, she's jealous. She might be jealous because I'm getting married. I have a boyfriend. It's no longer just me and her anymore. And honestly, at some point it was me, her, and him. We went out and did things. It was all three of us. But eventually it just started to like, I, it was just me and him eventually, right? And... I don't know. At that point, I was like, listen, like she's probably just jealous. And let me tell you, <laughs> I was going through such a sad point in my life doing that situation that every client knew of this story. Every client that came to the <laughs> my shop, I would be pouring, like telling them about this situation, this friend, because I was like, I don't know. Somebody please tell me what to do. I would send her emails. I was just trying to reach out to try to find out what happened to our friendship. Where, what shift? What changed? What happened? So that friendship just ended. Honestly, it just ended up to this. I've been married for six years now and I can't tell you why and what happened with that friendship. Oh, but what happened as it got close to the wedding, because I kept nagging, I'm like, what happened? What happened? Eventually she told me that she has a best friend and she was her best friend, made of honor, and she would hate to take that that roll on knowing the responsibility and the stuff and the meaning behind it. So that right there, I was like, wait, what? So I took it as I saw you as a the best friend, you know, all of that, but you didn't see me like that. You didn't, you know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I could come out, I can walk away with. But now that I'm older, I'm more mature and I can look at the situation and not have my emotions and feelings involved in it. I realized that that friendship was for a season. It was for a season because being friends with her, it made me more mature. It made me more in tune with my spiritual walk and my prayer life. She helped me in so many ways and she was a blessing to me. And um, maybe she, maybe our friendship, I mean, I guess 
pretty much everything happened for a reason. Maybe I wouldn't have met my husband. Maybe, maybe I would have been talking to that other guy and going away on vacation and then screw up what could have possibly been what I'm, you know, me being married now. It could have probably really messed everything up. So I really, really, really believe that that friendship was for a season and I walk away understanding it now. I, I hold no grief or anything like that. The only thing that I'm concerned a little bit is that I do something to offend her. But every time like I would reach out, she would be like, we good. Like, And I just feel like she was mature enough to be like, hey, this bothered me. You did this. You did that. But honestly, she never addressed anything. So the only thing that I can say with that friendship is that she was she she was jealous. You know, I don't know what other word to use. Yeah, she was jealous because maybe, okay, we were both single. We both want to be married. We both want to have kids. She's a little bit older than me. And here Kadeen come and she meets this guy from church. I pour into her, you know, you know, her prayer life, her, her walk, her, her spiritual walk and everything. And she ended up moving on, getting married, and I'm still single. That's the only thing that I can think of that could have been an issue. And so, like I said, the only thing I think of is that, but I understand that now in my life, in general, people come into your life for a season, a reason, and for a lifetime. My friend that is sick, she's still sick. She's in a home. And, um, you know, I, that's just it. You know, she was a really, really close friend of mine. And um, like I so, and then this new, the other friend, she was for a season. And my husband is for a lifetime. So <laughs> I want to share this story with you guys because I know that we sometimes get, you know, <clears throat> our emotions get really involved with relationships and friendship. And we never understand when to just let go, let go. Some relationships you you are involved with, sometimes God is just putting you through situations to make you realize what you don't want, what you do want. And he just allows these things to happen and people to come in and out your life to so you can learn from it, right? So if you are going through some situation and you're hurting from a past relationship or you're holding on to something and someone, sometimes you just got to let it go and just accept it for what it is. And just always remember, people come into your life, whether it's friendship, relationships, Whatever, it's for a season, it's for a reason, it's for a lifetime. And you have to understand the difference and just just accept it for what it is. So I hope that my story really opened your eyes and made you, un- made you see and understand. And maybe you could look now into your life like, hey, I'm holding on to this hurt. I'm holding on to this pain. I'm, hold- I'm holding on to this person, this something. Something you're holding on to that you just have to let go and just understand. You learn from it and you move on. You learn from it and you move on. And that's just it. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. I really hope this message really impacted you some way, somehow. But all I'm going to say is if you're experiencing something like that now, any hurt, any pain, any dis, um, disappointment, sadness, any depression that you're going through, pray, pray, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. 
Well, that is all for today. Thank you guys for tuning in every week. If you are not following me yet, follow me at Bidette Day Spa on Instagram and Twitter. And I will talk to you guys next week. Toodles. Got